When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Today is Saturday, February 4th, and this is Celtics Beat on the CLNS Media Network, the leading online provider of audio video coverage of the Boston Celtics. I'm Adam Kaufman, episode 498 featuring Heavy.com's Sean Devaney is powered by BetOnline.ag and HelloFresh. Go to BetOnline.ag, use CLNS50, that's the promo code for a 50% bonus. You can also go to HelloFresh.com slash Beat21, B-E-A-T-2-1. Use that promo code for 21 free meals plus free shipping. What's up, everybody? Welcome in. New Celtics beat, uh, sadly, coming off a uh, C's loss, which I guess was kind of the theme when we were talking with Abby Chin last week. But at least there have been wins in between, including that nice, big, fun overtime one against the hated Los Angeles Lakers. We'll get to a little bit of that. What's coming up? Of course, this is kind of a trade deadline preview show as well, since I don't know definitively, but I'm just guessing based on scheduling. We won't have another show before the deadline. It's only, what, five days away. So we'll share our thoughts on that. Adam Kaufman, if you don't know, Evan Valenti, always here as well. Our special guest today is Sean Devney. Great to have him back. Sean, course from heavy it's I, I i didn't look back evan's much better at this than i am but it's been a little while i think it's been months since we've had you on the show it hasn't so been months wow i, it, I know it's, yeah. it's kind of cra- well it, it, you know what it is you and i have spoken off yeah. air and and i've gone on your show a couple of times uh, i think since the last time you were on this show so maybe it feels a little more recent than it is but yeah it's been right. a bit it has well i'm glad to be here I just want to know, Sean, are you, are, since the Lakers Celtics game, are you sleeping well at night? Are you, are you, are you, are you doing okay? Cause like we just got to check on everybody. Cause you know, heaven forbid, LeBron, <laughs> just want to make sure everybody's doing all right. Because, uh, <laughs> it's, uh, it's the uh I appreciate it. It can keep you up at night. Just want to, I, I appreciate, yeah, I appreciate the check in, but, uh, uh, I'm, I'm doing okay. Can I yeah, just real quick, Adam, before yeah, we keep sure. going? I just, I just want to like, just cause it's the Lakers, that is the lamest, lamest thing I've ever seen at the end of the game in my entire life, especially from a team. Are you talking about LeBron going all Little Miss Sunshine on the court? Just absolutely (laughs) awful. It is so – if I were a Laker fan, I'd be embarrassed what LeBron (laughs) did at the end of a game and a regular season game in January. Not only that, and the best part is that everybody forgets about, there was five extra minutes. You could have still won the game. Right. No, you don't want to talk about that. I want to talk about the missed call at the end of the game that that cost you the game. It's – Embarrassing, and it went on, boys, for three, four, five days. It's, oh, so it's still. I feel like it's still a talking point nationally, right? Yeah, it is. Yeah, no, I, it, it's still something that I keep hearing about, and 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 you're right. I mean, I, look, yeah, the, 
absolutely the call should have been made, but you know, you suck it up and you move on, you go on to the next one, but uh, man, they're, they're, uh, they're really harping on it even still. I got to say, guys, I mean, just what a great few days. I know uh, it was things were a little down when we talked to Abby about this time last week, just because of the the little mini midseason skid the seas were were dealing with after that long win streak. But uh, she had a right to not be panicked and we weren't panicked. But then, you know, go out on on my birthday. I'm, I'm going to mention that again just for the last time on my birthday. They go out, they have the overtime win against the Lakers. And it's always fun to beat the Lakers. I don't care if LeBron's on the other side or not. I just I see colors at that point in time i see green i see yellow and i like to see the green the green prevail obviously and then a few days later the the seas go and kick off 80 for brady month by breaking the nets and and kyrie irving now uh officially wanting to get traded in the next few days so i'm just we'll talk we will definitely talk about that i promise you as this show moves along but i uh I love it. I I love it all, both of those two nights in particular, so much that I don't even care about the lame duck effort against the Suns as we sit here last night with no Marcus Smart and a, a, a terrible shooting night from Tatum and, and the bench was bad in general for the season, unstoppable, especially early in the fourth by Phoenix. Fine, fine, fine. Have your night, Suns. You're mediocre this year, so far at least. Have your night. It's okay because we're riding too high on the other stuff right now to the point where I'm coming into this show wearing a toque or whatever the heck this is. I'm trying something different here, Ev. Trying some, you know what's really funny, too? I know I'm rambling here. This thing is is reversible. Oh, you can almost, wear a white one, too. You, so well, yeah, you but, I, but I almost – I feel bad if you're just listening to the audio. But if you're watching the video, I almost never put on just the white side because it looks like I'm wearing a condom on my head. <laughs> it's not a good look either way, Adam. Yeah, no, that's that Woody yeah. Allen movie. It doesn't look good either way, bro. Yeah, it's it. <laughs> yeah, ne- I mean, look, neither one is great. Yeah, this will be the only thing people comment on when the video is posted on Twitter, and it's it. it people won't even listen to what we're talking about. WTF do you have on your head there, Kaufman? That's what it's going to be. Bad. Yeah, well, if, you're here, if, if you are just listening oh, to the sure. audio, then then count yourself lucky. You, yeah, you've got the audio here. Or, or maybe we've said enough to intrigue people enough into going to the YouTube page and it's looking at it. That could be. Yeah, that's no, that's no. what it is. It's a big market tease. Um, let's start with because this is just kind of a a passing note. It's. It's it's a big deal for him. It's a big deal maybe contractually going forward. It's not a really huge deal in terms of it changing anything as re- relates to the Boston Celtics. But Jalen Brown officially an all-star. Congratulations to him. I do think he should have been named an all-star starter. Nevertheless, it was uh, a foregone conclusion that he was going to be there, at least as a reserve, and rightfully so will be. So uh, congrats. Seas have their two all-stars that they should have had from the very beginning. Jason Tatum is getting uh, a starting nod once again. I am eager to see this uh, teams being chosen out there on the court before the game thing. They're going to do a little differently this time around. Uh, I think that'll be at least worth trying. We'll see if it's as good as I feel like it's always really good with the captains on TV and the TNT crew, especially when they're kind of throwing shade at each other subtly when the others aren't around to defend themselves. So I hope doing it on the floor in front of them is as good, but that's going to be a a tough bar to live up to. But uh, Sean, what do you think? Jalen being named an all-star is this noteworthy uh, beyond it being an expectation? Yeah, I mean, certainly, you know, he's hoping to also get onto the one of the All NBA teams that would help him uh, contractually, as you as as you mentioned, that would uh, uh, open him up for a much bigger deal. Uh, but yeah, you know, I mean, uh, if he had not gotten onto the All Star team, 
that would have been a much, much bigger story, obviously. Uh, he's been terrific. You know, the numbers that he's put up, uh, you know, top to bottom, being really aggressive. There was Don't forget that a few months ago, there was some question about what his mindset would be because he was mentioned in the Kevin Durant uh, rumors. Mm-hmm. He, he put that to, to bed, you know, really within the first week of the season. Uh, and he's sort of been rolling ever since then. So, uh, yeah, not a big surprise. Uh, you know, for him, the, the bigger impact would be obviously making one of those all NBA teams. We've asked this question a lot as it relates to Jason Tatum, but why not put it on Brown, especially since again, not named an all star starter? Is he nationally overlooked at all right now? Because as you mentioned, you know, there are a lot of questions locally, you know, those who follow the Celtics, what's his mindset going to be coming into the season? And, He's having a career year. I mean, he has been not quite as good as Jason Tatum statistically, but not wildly far off either. And it is is really just, uh, I think, continuing to grow and develop and and mature and aspects of his game are has been the case for years. There's this subtle improvement each and every year in one, you know, uh, again, dimension or another that uh, just makes him that much more of a complete player. Is he getting the the proper attention that he deserves league-wide? Yeah, but probably not. You know, I mean, uh, when you look at it, it's 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 usually Jason Tatum, uh, and then people will talk about Marcus Smart. You know, that's 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 usually how uh, the Celtics are viewed nationally. You know, it's not it's not something where uh, you know you really put Jalen Brown uh, into uh, you know top twenty-five kind of conversations where he should be. You know, and and uh, yeah, I think that that is something where he's definitely overlooked. I think casual fans wouldn't necessarily uh, know much about uh, about about Jalen Brown. They'd know about Jason Tatum. They'd know about Marcus Smart, uh, but not so much about Jalen Brown. And and yeah, I I, I think he's overlooked. Um, you know, I don't know that there's a path uh, unless they keep going to the finals. You know, if if, if they keep going to the finals, that'll change. Otherwise, you know, he's not he's not you know, he's not, he's not a big marketing guy. Uh, he's not somebody who's, who's necessarily going to make a lot of headlines, um, that, that, that people are going to care about. So, uh, I don't necessarily think that'll change. Uh, but, you know, maybe if they, if, if they have a run of going to the finals, then, then, then certainly you could see that change. Other than that, he's just, he's such a subtle character, you know, that, that, that I think that's one of the reasons why he kind of gets overlooked. To that point, just one more on this, and and I know Evan's got a lot of stuff too, but do you think, and it's kind of the same question, but but I'm, I'll put a spin on it. Do you think he gets lost in Tatum's shadow? And what I mean by that is, you know, very recently, I don't know, a few weeks ago, we talked about it on the show. Tatum was asked that question by Bobby Manning about those two together and, you know, are are you Michael and Scotty in the making, basically, that type of thing. And obviously, like that was my era of growing up an NBA fan and thinking back to those two. And and it's it's hard because maybe Jason Tatum one day will be one of the best ever. Who knows? Way too early to tell. But Michael Jordan, arguably the best ever, you know, obviously very much in that conversation. And many people would would declare him the goat. Scottie Pippen, a top 75 player all time. He is elite. But would he have been viewed even that much more, that much higher, that much that much better if he didn't, you know, play in Jordan's shadow, play in tandem with Jordan, play behind Jordan in some ways for all those years and winning those championships, is Brown playing in Boston sort of behind Tatum, even though he has plenty of nights that are Jalen Brown nights, but sort of behind Jason Tatum, 
as opposed to being a one somewhere else, does he get overlooked or or lost in the conversation that way? Yeah, I think there's. I, I think Pippen is a good a good comparison. Uh, but the other thing, though, that you, you flip it around with Pippen, uh, and I remember the first playoff series I covered was 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 Scottie Pippen in Portland. Uh, you know, way back in two thousand and and it might have just been two thousand actually. Um, but but yeah, and and you know he was not the same outside of but now it's a little older you can you can certainly point out all that sort of stuff but uh you know he was not the same outside of michael jordan's shadow because michael jordan hit up a lot of his warts even the two years that michael jordan uh was retired to play baseball uh you know you you saw some of the negatives with scotty pippen mm-hmm. uh, in those two years uh you know not 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 taking the last shot in the play taking his shoes up all that kind of stuff yeah. Uh, you know, so, so you you did see some of that, and and it's the same with Jalen Brown. I mean, the, the same problems that 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 get him into trouble uh, that that we see and that we saw in the finals last year. You know, dribbling into traffic, leaving the ball too exposed. You know, very subject to turnovers, trying to force the action too much. Uh, you know, if he didn't have Jason Tatum there, I think a lot of that would be a lot more exposed. So, uh, yeah, you know, no question, he is in Jason Tatum's shadow. Uh, but that's not necessarily a bad thing. And and if he didn't have that shadow, you know, who knows? You know, maybe he'd fix some of those problems, but maybe they'd be just just be more exposed. Well, the good thing is that they they have found, I think, specifically this year, a way to complement each other. And that's been the biggest problem with Jalen and Jason the first couple of years of their careers. It's been, and not to their fault necessarily, because they've had a rotating mixture of characters in there that have been either a year or two and then gone. Now, that they're, you know, Jason's in season six, Jalen's in season seven, you know, they have found a way to complement each other very well, you know, credit to, you know, the coaching staffs all throughout the years to get these guys on the same page. But this year it's been really great. I had a nice conversation, well, a, a, a short back and forth with Matt Moore about Jalen's all NBA candidacy, because as I have said on Twitter constantly that I am very selfish in my uh, desire for Jalen Brown to make an all NBA team, because then the max contract boss can offer him just trumps every single contract he could possibly get as he enters unrestricted free agency. So I'm, I'm very pro Jalen needs to make an all NBA team this year. But Sean, when you look at the landscape of all NBA guards this year, it is really, really tough to crack that top six. I mean, I off the top of my head, I came up with six guys relatively easy that could make that team over Jalen. You know, Curry, Luka, those two guys are locks unless they get hurt somehow. John Morant's having a spectacular year. I would assume he's probably a lock. Shea yeah. Alexander has to be a lock scoring 31 a game. Like, he's yeah. absolutely a lock. So then you get to the third team potentially here, and there's a bunch of guys in there. I think Tyrese Halliburton's had a hell of a season, and I think he's a terrific player. I think he'll make an all-NBA team at some point. Is it this year? We'll see. James Harden's had a really unbelievable uh, turnaround, I'd say. You know, after what was an interesting start to the year, he's been really, really good as of late. Damian Lillard out in Portland's been really good. De'Aaron Fox, uh, CJ McCollum. There's a ton of them. And the point and again, I, I'm trying to be as neutral as possible here. And I made an all NBA first, second, and third team without Jalen on the list. And Matt's comeback was it's going to be really hard to keep a guy who was averaging 27 and seven on the best team, at least in the Eastern Conference, if not the entire NBA, 
off the all NBA list. Do you agree mm-hmm. with that? Yeah, and that's 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 the thing is that how much will um you know and this this tends to factor in with MVP voting and less so with all in, with all NBA but it doesn't make sense but that's that's sort of the pattern uh how, how much does winning count you, you know how much is winning going to bolster uh Jalen's case uh because you know as good as Shea Gilgis Alexander has been although they played better lately by the way but uh you know that that uh uh you know does he deserve it if it's a a, a sub 500 team maybe that doesn't make the playoffs right um, you know, and, and how much is that going to weigh in? Uh, like I say, I, I, I just historically, uh, that has mattered in MVP voting. Winning, uh, d- definitely counts more. Uh, in the all MVP, all NBA voting, I've, I've, I've not really seen that, you know, carry as much weight. If you've got the numbers, then you'll get the vote. So, so that would be the thing working against them. Uh, you know, if it, if it's a toss up between, you know, one guy and another guy, then the, the maybe that works out. Uh, in his favor, if that's the deciding factor, but it's 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 going to be tough because I I don't think the voters, uh, or I know that the voters historically have not taken that into consideration as much as you might think. Quick follow up on that: Can we take if you look at the All Star voting, and you specifically just filter it to just the media voting portion of it, which is very interesting? Jason Tatum was the number one. Of, uh, vote getter by the media for the Eastern Conference front court. And Jalen came in second highest vote getter of Eastern Conference back court. Can we look any, anything into that to, as an indication? Because again, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter what the fans think. Doesn't matter what the, what the players yeah. think. This is all a media driven award. It's going to be, yeah. Jalen came but, in second. He would have started if the media had to vote only. For the all-star team, can we look a little into that to say maybe that he's got the upper leg on some, some guys? Yeah, yeah, I would, I would say that's fair. Uh, you know, again, a lot of the guys that we mentioned are in the Western Conference. So, you know, you, you've got to mix them all together, uh, when you get into that. But, uh, but yeah, I think that's, that's, that's fair to say that, you know, he's going into the final stretch here with a leg up on that. Uh, but, uh, but, but, you know, like I say, when you start factoring in, uh, some of these other guys, you know, a, a De'Aaron Fox, you know, especially if they have a strong finish, uh, CJ McCollum, same thing. If they, if they kind of, uh, get healthy and, and, and finish strong, then, you know, it's, it's, it's going to be a little more difficult, uh, when you, when you factor in those Western Conference guys as well. All right, let's take a quick break. Tell you about our good friends at Bet Online, betonline.ag. It remains your number one source for all your Super Bowl betting this season. That's right. As we sit here eight days away from the Super Bowl, not the matchup I wanted, the Chiefs and Eagles. Instead, uh, you know, it's the, the Niners and Bengals, they're home. Get analysis of every play though, prop point, everything available to you at Bet Online. You'll find the very latest odds, team matchup info, player news, game trends, all of it at Bet Online across all sports, not just football in the Super Bowl, with betting options for everything, in this case from the National Anthem, how long will it go to the halftime show, that performance, the Gatorade bath, what color will it be, the coin flip, will it be heads or tails, you name it, it's available to you, the prop bets, they're, they're so much fun, they truly are. Some of my, my favorite aspects of the Super Bowl are prop bets and diving into all those options, you know, the, the first touchdown score, will his jersey be an even number or an odd number, will it be, you know, it's, I love it. I love all of it. Bet Online has it all. Your Super Bowl headquarters this season. We will have another show before the Super Bowl. And so uh, at that point in time, maybe we can dive into some of our favorite prop bets. But oh, we for now, and what's that, Evan? 
Oh, we're Are going they? to. I'm a, I, I yeah. will compile the list next week. It's going to be Yeah, awesome. we are absolutely going to. Uh, I will tell you the Eagles are one-and-a-half-point favorites to win, and I will also tell you uh, I, I would love for the game to not be played at all or to end in a tie as a base, biased Patriots fan, but if I had to pick, I am rooting for the Eagles to win this game. I, I, I'm i I'm anti-Jackson Mahomes and Patrick's wife, whatever her name is, uh, Brittany, right? I don't need any of that. None of it. No more accolades Shots for Patrick fired. It, it it threatens it threatens me as a Patriots fan and and the dynasty and Tom Brady's legacy and all of it that the idiot talking heads want to create in that conversation. I don't need any of it. Uh, <laughs> title odds in the NBA: the Celtics are plus three hundred. They have the best record in the NBA right now. Will it hold? We'll see. But they are the title favorites. Uh, head to the website today. Use your mobile device to check out the most comprehensive Super Bowl info on the web. Do not. Forget to use the promo code as CLNS50 to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit to get in on all the betting action. Again, betonline.ag, where the game starts. That was awesome. That was just a complete shot across the bow to to just the Mahomes family. I got I got an email because you know I, I I work in radio and news radio and I get these promotional emails all the time, especially from you know various uh, companies wanting to like it's you know PR companies on behalf of X Y and Z and promoting that. And I got something I don't even remember from who at this point. It's probably a good thing because I don't want to call them out anyhow. But something about like I guess Jackson Mahomes is going to be on the field during halftime doing something. And it's and anyway, it referred to him as Tick. Talk sensation, Jackson Mahomes, <laughs> and I just like that was about as far as I read because I just got pissed at the <laughs> at, at that designation. <laughs> Should be Pat Mahomes is significantly less famous younger brother, Jackson Mahomes, <laughs> or 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 like you know like for, former brief Red Sox pitcher Pat Mahomes son Jackson <laughs> would, would would have been okay with me as well, but yeah, just a, a total mess. All right, as as I was just talking about in in uh the middle of of that read though the celtics uh we've we've sort of danced around this a couple of times they still have the best record in the nba we are at this point 53 games in uh more than halfway through the schedule even though the all-star game has not come yet the seas they're not running away from the league by the way uh with their little slide just six and four over their last 10 so it's just a half game lead right now on the denver nuggets we talked about them with landman a couple weeks back uh the bucks still right there game and a half out of first in the entire league not to mention the east sixers two games back and then it spreads out a little bit the grizzlies still four and a half away so they are uh, a team to be reckoned with um, when we start to get into playoff previews in a few weeks that type of thing but obviously Sean the trade deadline is upon us Uh, you guys at heavy pun intended have been heavy on your coverage the Boston Celtics though the the question is really do they need to make a move you know and and what type of move and who is going to be realistically be available so it's not like oh trade for you know top 30 player X like who is realistically going to be available is it someone that fits into one of their remaining TPEs or will it be the disabled player exception will will Peyton Pritchard who is getting more vocal about wanting to leave not demanding a trade or anything like that but expressing that when his contract is up he's going to go elsewhere because he wants an actual opportunity and the front office understands that so don't be shocked obviously if he does get moved although it would seem like for depth purposes it's certainly worth hanging on to a guy like him is a move going to be made by Boston? Yeah, you know, I think that 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 certainly I would say by March 1st there will be, you know, that that if they don't get something done at the trade deadline, then they think something's going to happen in the buyout market. 
Um, that's that's a dodgy uh, way to go at this point. Uh, you know, the, the the buyout market used to be pretty, you know, it used to, it, there used to be some guys you could use. Uh, the way that it's that it's developed over the last few years, that just hasn't been the case. Uh, so, you know, if, if, if that's the plan, then it's unlikely that they're going to get uh, anybody of significance. You know, the big thing is, is, is can you get somebody who's going to play? And, and, you know, when you look at this roster, it's, it's going to be hard to find somebody who's going to be able to fill in. Um, you know, they, they, they were looking for a wing early on. There's no question that that was their, their priority. They wanted some wing depth, uh, early on. Uh, and I think what's changed is they've looked at the market and there's just no wing. I mean, there's just nobody, uh, who's going to be available in their price range. Uh, who's who could realistically uh, come aboard? So you know they're definitely looking more as uh, in terms of a big man at this point. Um, you know we'll see if that Luke Cornett injury uh, uh, amounts to anything. But whoever it is has got to be better than Luke Cornett. That's that's and and fit their system, fit what they want to do uh, more so than Luke Cornett. That's 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 what they're looking at. Which um, is not a, th- and, a throwaway line, by the way. Like Luke no. Cornett has had a very good season. And he's fit exactly what they wanted him to do. You know, he's he's yeah. done what they wanted him to do. Um, and and you know, I mean, they had the opportunity not to guarantee him uh, back on January 10th, and and they did guarantee him. I think there was no question they were going to because, like I say, he did exactly what they wanted him to do. Um, and so now now the question is, okay, you've got a few days here to decide: is there somebody out there uh, who can real realistically help us out? Uh, you know, Pirtle from from. Uh, uh, San Antonio, I think the price is too high there. Um, they're gonna have to, they'd have to pay him, uh, afterwards. And I don't think that that's really the kind, if they're going to get somebody that they're going to keep for the future, then they're going to want basically an Al Horford replacement, a guy who can play center and power forward and shoot a three. That's, that, that's what they're going to want. Um, and that's, that's why you've heard, you know, Kelly Olinick's name come up. So, uh, yeah, you know, I mean, look, there's, uh, uh, there's, there's no question that they are very active. They realize they have a chance to win a championship. They're not going to let that chance pass. Uh, but, uh, but but they're also not going to make a move just to make a move. Yeah, it's, it's to me, you know, and I don't, I don't know how much intel you have on this because it's a little tricky with, like, I just have a hard time, and maybe you can walk me through this, Sean. I'm watching Gallo, like, shoot and run and do all that stuff. And it's great that he's with the team. I think it's great that they've, they've, you know, he's gone on road trips and hangs around and, and it feels like a real part of the team. But everybody who seems to know anything about how recovery says to me that he's just not going to play this year. But yeah, like you're telling me in three months, like he can't, he can't play in a game because why? Like, do you have any intel on where Gallo is currently and, and how likely it is that he could maybe bolster their rotation a little bit? Cause like I'm with you and I'm with, with the front office. If they, you can't continue to play Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown the minutes of your plan. And it's just, it's just staring you right in the face that they need. I mean, Joe Mazzula is telling you by playing Tatum 41 minutes, 42 minutes a night that like, that's a, that's a, a position they need to upgrade. Is there any chance that Gallo can rejoin this team at some point this season and have a, a, at least a little bit of an effect to just to get Brown and Tatum a little bit of a break here and there? Yeah, thirty-seven and thirty-six, a, respectively. By the way, Tatum and Brown minutes. Yeah, per and, game. and and you know, I mean, in a in a January in a early February loss last night, they played thirty-eight and thirty-nine minutes. You know, yeah. which that's that's you don't want that. You know, um, and 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 part of that's on Missoula. I mean, I think you got to then all right, then then play Justin Jackson more. I mean, if if that's what they're giving you, then play him more. You know, I mean, that's that that that's what you got to do. 
but but yeah, you know, to get to your question, uh, yeah, you know, I think that they wanted to do something about that. Uh, like I said, I don't think that there's any uh, uh, anything really out there in terms of uh, uh, in terms of uh, the ability to, uh, uh, to to upgrade that position. If your if your solution though is to wait for for Gallo and and hope that he can get on the floor, that's probably not going to work. Yeah, I mean, just ACLs are are, are tricky. Uh, he's had that injured before, uh, so it's 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 sort of extra tricky with him. He's had that same ACL injured, so um, you know. And, and they always say that you know, coming back from an ACL, it's really like a year and a half before you're really right. back to, to to where you should have been. Um, now, I, I, I imagine what you're saying, Evan, is just like, well, just I mean, even if he's at seventy five percent, it's still better than what you're going to get on the buyout market or whatever, and that's fine. But you know, he's do you want to put him out there and get him hurt again? I mean, that's going to be, that's going to be one of the big questions that they have. Uh, and the other question that, that, you know, anybody who goes through that kind of rehab will say that, you know, do they trust it? Do you trust the knee? Do you move the way you're supposed to? Uh, because it, it takes a long time just mentally to get over that block. So to throw him out there in April and, and think that he's going to uh, contribute in May or June, you know, that's, that's a pretty big risk. Well, to be clear, too, uh, it, I, I think I'm speaking for all of us, but I'm definitely speaking for me. Like you mentioned, May or June, even if Gallo hadn't gotten hurt and were completely healthy this year, reasonably, you know, missed a game here or there, but didn't have that that offseason injury in, in FIBA and came in and played this. Like, this is a guy who come playoff time wasn't going to be part of the rotation anyway, it, at least shouldn't have been because rotations shorten dramatically in the playoffs. If you are healthy enough to have your ideal top eight guys out there, Gallo wasn't going to be one of those guys. He'd be like a nine ten guy. So maybe kind of like Blake Griffin for the Nets last year, he'd, yeah. he'd get, he'd get in here and there a little bit, just, just almost out of desperation to spell some guys some minutes when you needed them. But generally speaking, he was not really going to be a playoff contributor. So when I think about adding a guy and hopefully they do for the sheer purposes of again, just giving a blow to Tatum and Brown and, and even Horford, I don't want to see playing 31 minutes a game, which he is right now. I want him as, as fresh as humanly possible come the postseason. What I'm thinking about is who can you bring in? that is going to be capable, you know, a guy that you can put on the floor who is not going to hurt you, regardless of how much he helps you, who is not going to hurt you. He he can he can exist on the floor, give your key guys who are part of your rotation a break. The last month, five, six weeks of the regular season, whatever it is exactly, because I don't even know what window we're into right now, just give them a little bit of a break and then come playoff time, disappear. Don't eat like you're 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 not relevant again. That's that's all we're looking for. Like that's that's that to me when I think about the trade deadline or the buyout market. That's all I'm thinking about. I'm not thinking about who can put them over the top for a title in in the middle of May or in June and and be that get like that guy is. We've talked about it extensively on this show, Evan. The last time a guy joined a team late in the season and made an impact and helped that team win a championship was PJ Brown in 2008. <laughs> 2008. It, yeah. it, it doesn't happen. Like it, regardless of you talked about it, Sean, regardless of all these names that we talk, that, who was it? The big man for the Warriors years ago that every single year it seemed like he was available after he was with Golden State and the Celtics tried to sign him a number of times and it Bogut. never worked out. Yeah. Bogut. 
exactly. Like, who did he ever help? You know, or or PJ Tucker or uh, Serge Ibaka or like the, the like, big one. The big one last year was Goran Dragic, and right. you know, I mean, he, he they don't do anything. A little bit, I guess, but you know, they, they still don't do anything. The first round, <laughs> right? So you know that, but but like that just further proves the point. So I'm just if there's going to be a guy, I'm just looking for someone who is going to come in. And and take care of the chief need that Evan talked about before, which is get Tatum and Brown on the bench more than on the floor, so they can be healthy and rested enough come playoff time. Yeah, I, I agree, and I, I think somebody who could play some defense uh, off the bench that would be ideal. Uh, maybe you get uh, I think uh, Semi Ojale is on a uh, contract in Italy. Bring him back. Let's let's get him out of that. I don't know if he's got an NBA bio. Buy him out. Bring him back. I, I might be a guy in the G League who's good, good enough who can do yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Right, right. I did see uh, Carmelo Denzel Anthony ben. posted a picture of him shooting in a gym uh, yesterday. So that could be, you know. I, I, and, I and, you know, me, I mean, Melo's he was lonely. He was, look at me. Well, I mean, I just – if I look, if you're Carmelo Anthony, right, wouldn't you want teams to know right about now that you've been trying to stay in shape and sure. and, shoot and and, you know. Quick break to tell you guys, today's show was brought to you by HelloFresh. When it's time for the game, the home gate, you know, tailgate, but in your house. Home gate like a pro with a limited time winning assortment of snacks, appetizers, and shareable sweets available at HelloFresh Market. Treat friends and fans to delicious barbecue baby back ribs, chocolate chip brownies, and everything in between. We all want to save money this time of year. I've gone to the, I mean, yesterday, I went to the grocery store. It was astronomical. I got four things. It was $21. I got like bread, pasta, olive oil, and cheese. It's $21. It's outrageous. And with that in mind, HelloFresh helps you save money all year round. It's cheaper than grocery store shopping, 25% cheaper than takeout. If you do DoorDash, holy moly, expensive. Save some money, eat well, and get HelloFresh today. I love HelloFresh for a bunch of different reasons. One, I don't have to think, okay? Sometimes on a long day, I don't want to think about all the things that go into this meal. I just want to have it already done for me, proportioned out, right? Instructions, right? Like I don't want to be thinking too much. Oh, I got to add this. I don't want to do that. Some days are very long. HelloFresh makes my day or my night, I should say, much easier. With HelloFresh, you get farm fresh pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. All right? Don't go to the grocery store. It's a pain. There's so many people. It's um, And especially if you self-checkout. There's way too many people at self-checkout. So have it delivered to your doorstep. Skip trips to the grocery store and count HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. That's why it is America's number one meal kit. Save some money today. Sign up for HelloFresh. Go to HelloFresh.com. Slash beat sixty five. That is B E A T. The number six. The number five for sixty five percent off plus free shipping. Again, that is HelloFresh dot com slash beat sixty five. Promo code B E A T six five sixty five percent off plus free shipping. Okay, America's number one meal kit. That is HelloFresh. Because again, it's not. To Adam's point, this is super crucial. And then this, I'll ask this to Sean about how crucial this really is. This is really all about trying to preserve Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown for the playoffs. Because as we saw, Tatum especially just didn't yes. have gas yes. by, the end of, by the end of this thing. Now, Tatum had a, a full actual offseason to heal from all this stuff and, and, and all that stuff. But, you know, full-ish. 
well, full-ish is a good way. To, like, more normal than he's had since Yeah, Western, like right? he didn't go play in Olympic games, but he, right. he played basketball till the end of June. Right, right. It's the it's the longest offseason he's had in a while. <laughs> right? So the point being, you know, playing Tatum and Brown less at some point is going to be something they have to really think about. And at the sacrifice of maybe winning some games, right? So the question becomes, you know, how – how important, Sean, to you, because we've seen teams, the splits this year, some of the splits, the home road splits are ridiculous. And the Golden State is like the poster child for it. Their home record, they're unbeatable. And they get on the road, they're absolute trash, right? The Celtics are one of the rare teams that are good both at home and on the road. So the question becomes, how important for Boston is it? Because I think it's kind of significantly important here. But how important is it for Boston, your estimation, to try and to win games to preserve home court as long as they can. Uh, you know, if if it's coming at the expense of of Tatum and 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 Brown's health or not health, but 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 their longevity this season, you know, that fatigue at the end of the year, then I'd I'd give up some spots. I think the thing is, you want you want to wind up in the in the top four, you know, so that it's really not until the last two rounds, you know, until you get to the conference finals and the finals that you, that you might have to go win a game on, on the, you don't have to deal with that in the first couple rounds. You know, if you, if you get to the conference finals, uh, you know, obviously you'd much rather have home court advantage, but you know, if you've got to go to Milwaukee and win a game, uh, then, you know, the Celtics have shown they can do that and they can do that. Um, so yeah, you know, I mean, I don't think that is worth, um, you know, if, if we're talking about cutting down on some of the minutes and taking some of the pressure off, of Tatum and Brown, I'd say that's more important. Uh, but you know, obviously you don't want to fall too, you don't want to slip too far. Um, and as Adam was saying that, that, you know, once you get past, uh, you know, where Denver, I mean, the rest of the league really has not been that impressive. I mean, this is a pretty wide open league, uh, right now. Um, that, you know, once you get past, uh, Boston, Milwaukee, Denver, and, you know, maybe Memphis, then, then, you know, it's, it's really, it's, it's hard to imagine the Celtics falling any farther than that. It is interesting that I, I, we don't need to have a long conversation about this. There's other stuff we still want to get to, but just because you brought that up, Sean, it, and I guess I hadn't, it's one thing to view the league as wide open, which we all do. It's another thing to also look at it and say, there isn't even that, okay, well, it's wide open, but so-and-so is still the clear favorite amongst the group. You know what I mean? I, I feel like most people would, I guess, say it's Boston, not even just because they have the, the, the best record in the NBA, the Celtics, but because of obviously the talent, the depth, they were there last year, Tatum Brown, all of it. But, you know, it, it, I guess after so many years of, well, it's whoever LeBron's team is, right? It's Cleveland. Yeah. It's, it's Miami. It's the Lakers. All the years of it being the Warriors. Like there was always that one or two teams that were just head and shoulders above the rest. And this year we really don't even have that unless again, you want to call it Boston because I certainly don't view Denver that way. Uh, maybe just because I feel like they're, uh, I'm looking at the last few years and I feel like there are injuries that are just waiting to happen. I don't view the Warriors, even though they won the, the thing last year. I, I still don't view them as, as well. Just wait. They're just going to flip the switch when the playoffs come. They're getting a little bit older, you know, yeah, they're getting right. banged up. So uh, to me, there, there really just isn't that, that consensus favorite right now. Yeah. And you know, Memphis, uh, I would put in that category of, you know, they, they made strides, but I don't consider them necessarily like they're going to the finals. You know, you know, right. I, couldn't, I couldn't even imagine them going to the finals. 
and and yeah, the East, you know, I mean, I I think Milwaukee's there. Um, I think the way Phoenix has fallen off has been pretty surprising. You know, even they haven't had Booker since uh, uh, since Christmas, but even before that, they they weren't great. You know, I mean, that that wasn't a team that that you were really scared of. Uh, so yeah, I mean, you go right down the line. You know, Miami, Philadelphia's played well. Uh, you know, when they've been healthy, but a they're hardly ever healthy, and b uh, you know, we've seen enough from them in the playoffs to really not be that scared. I think the Clippers are, you know, the the, the fact of, that they're having the struggles that they've had has been pretty uh, uh, pretty surprising. So, yeah, you know, I mean, there were some teams that you might have expected some things from that just haven't panned out. And so you really do have a situation where, you know, the Celtics have been the best team. They've been, you know, not so good lately, but uh, uh, but they've been the best team. It's hard to find anybody else you'd say for sure. All right, that's 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 a contender. You know, it's it's hard to really pick out say just six teams and say, okay, these are the these are the ones most likely to win a championship because you look you look up and down and and, and you can find flaws and warts on all of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah so even I would argue Boston's that makes like, yeah, go on. I argue that makes this trade deadline kind of like super important for a lot of teams, which is why I think. I, Adam, I'm not going to speak for you, but I'm like, I am very excited about what's going to happen the next like five, the six days. This five days, five days. Yeah. Everybody, everybody's kind of clumped in one thing. And it might, the problem is it might, I don't know if the moves are out there to make everybody, you know, climb the ladder here, but it's because everybody's kind of mixed together. Everybody can convince themselves, oh, we're this move away. Yeah. ahead of the class and, and I, that's that's you know when you talk to people it's like you know all right we, we we've got a bunch of buyers but who's going to be the seller here you know mm-hmm. and that's that's yeah i think a lot of people expected charlotte uh and have been surprised to find charlotte a little bit hesitant to really you know go all in on a rebuild and getting one but yeah and all that but stuff. What, what is holding them up though sean like michael what jordan holding... it's michael jordan he doesn't want to he doesn't want to tank he does he doesn't think that that's the way they should go. It's, it's, it's not smart. I, I say that, but, uh, but yeah, you know, I mean, they should be looking to, 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 to dump everything except, uh, LaMelo Ball. I mean, they, they ought to, uh, mm-hmm. but, uh, but they're not. I mean, there's a chance Terry Rogier can hit the market or, or you can get yourself a Plumley, but you can always get yourself a Plumley, right? But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but <laughs> there's no shortage of plumleys around. Yeah, they're everywhere. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> they grow on trees, those plumleys. Right. Yeah. That's pretty good. But, and, and, you know, I think Toronto, seriously, like Toronto is probably the team that you just don't know what's going to happen there. Uh, Gary Trent is available. Uh, can you get Fred Van Bleet? Will they make the decision? Because he's going to be a free agent. They're not sure they want to give him a whole bunch of money. Um, uh, OG Anunoby, uh, you know, he's, he's most likely, uh, uh, on the market. You know, they're, they're not going to trade him just to trade him. They can wait. Um, but, but he's going to be there. And then do they really go all in and trade Siakam as well? You know, so Toronto could be the one that, that really just blows up the whole trade, trade deadline by, uh, by, but by putting their whole team on the market, uh, except for Scotty Barnes. You know, that's, that's the situation they're in. Uh, but if they don't, it's it's going to be a lot of buyers and not many sellers. 
All right, one more quick break from, uh, oh, we love these people, our good friends at HelloFresh. With HelloFresh, you get farm-fresh pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. Evan, if you're watching, is showing you the the the, the, the menu, the, the product, the ingredients, all of it. Look at how you cook it. It's all available to you. Skip trips to the grocery store. They're a pain. It's freezing outside. It's literally below zero. You don't want to go to the grocery store. Count on HelloFresh to make your home cooking easy, fun, and affordable, which is so important in these times. It's why it's America's number one meal kit. You've got New Year's goals, uh, obviously, for those of you that are still abiding by those a month later. HelloFresh is here to help you achieve them. So skip the grocery store. I implore you, skip the grocery store. Take control of your time and your budget with delicious recipes that Evan and I have been cooking up left and right. They're delivered right to your doorstep. If you're looking for an easy way to eat well and save money this year, you can cut back on expensive takeout, hard as that may be. I know we always, we get cravings. We want takeout. It's, it's not easy, but sometimes you just, you got to do it yourself because you can save cash and get just as good a quality a meal and go right to HelloFresh because you'll love how fast, easy and affordable it is to whip up again, a restaurant quality meal right in your own kitchen. You think Evan and I just hop on Zoom to do this? No, we get on <laughs> Zoom to make our meals together, man. But he we has like to teach coffee how to cook and yeah, we like to just it. hang out and talk. And, and whip up some delicacies, yeah, show right. each other, see, and, and even sometimes the same meals just to show each other who did it better. Always me. Always, Always. me. Yeah, Always. I don't claim to be a cook. He does it better. You can go to HelloFresh.com slash Beat21. That's B-E-A-T-2-1. Use that code Beat21 for 21 free meals plus free shipping. Maybe we'll let Sean in our little cooking club. That would well, be a podcast in itself. We could cooking class with Kaufman and me. <laughs> Can't do better than that. Everybody gets their HelloFresh meals. It's like, you know, it's like right. a paint and sip. You know what I mean? Like everybody's got the same thing. They're painting. We're all cooking the same meal together, right? Maybe there's wine involved or whatever your favorite beverage of choice is. And we all get together and kind of have a good time and laugh. Maybe that's what we got to yeah. do, Kaufman. Maybe that's the next level thing. That's right. Maybe that'll be show 500. We're at 498. Maybe that'll be 500. It's just all of us sitting around cooking hello fresh together and talking about the celtics you want to talk about over delivering for a sponsor that would be the show man <laughs> an entire show dedicated to us yeah. fucking season, Sit, sitting there with a bowl and a, a spatula <laughs> welcome on in to the well, that's the thing about hello fresh coffee and you don't even yeah. need that kind of setup no you, don't. you really don't yeah that's so. that's actually way too advanced yeah, you don't right. need any of that none of that i don't no. want to scare people off of hello fresh no way it's way easier than that way simpler if you're not this is for like stuff for kaufman who doesn't know how to cook this is Do not no I, I once, uh, well, I, I moved around a little bit before I, I, you know, settled in where I am. But when, when I was in Michigan, I think, uh, at, I, I had an apartment by myself and I literally did not own a pot or a pan. And I lived there for almost a year. I got takeout for every meal, every meal. You're not like part Italian at all, Kaufman, right? Like you're, you have none of that going on. Oh, not, not that I am aware of. None, none uh-huh. of that. As an Italian, it would that would have bothered me so much. But yeah. we're good. Well said. No, no, cooking is not, and it's not. It's not. I assure you, it's not my parents' blood either. So it's not like they just look at me like all disappointed. None, none no. of us can figure it out. It's all good. My, my, like I, I, I mean, could find a way to boil or a, like burn boiled water or something like that. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know. Um, but speaking of scaring people off, before we get out of here, guys. We got to talk about Kyrie Irving a little bit now that it's unlike when he was a Celtic. Now that it's fun to talk about Kyrie Irving again, uh, 
as as the memes will tell you, like Thanos, Kyrie Irving is inevitable. He will uh, go to your team. He will tell you how much he loves it and how he's going to win a championship and how he intends to stay forever, only to then, very short time later, demand to leave or just leave on his own accord. Well, uh, this is not the first time that he has told the Brooklyn Nets that he wants out, but now it seems like he really means it. Uh, couldn't come to terms on an extension, uh, seemed to be even insulted by the offer. The fact that uh, reportedly it was uh, max dollars, if I'm getting this right, were going to be tied to him winning a championship, and uh, that really ended all conversations, and he wants out, and he doesn't just want out, Sean. He wants out by the deadline. He wants out within the next week. There's a side bet between... Uh, our buddy Landman and Evan here about where he ends up going if he's traded. The suitors, the reported suitors with interest, the Lakers, the Mavs, the Suns, the Heat, not Boston. Boston is laughing. Brad Stevens is, <laughs> is is cackling like a hyena in his office at the idea of the suggestion of acquiring, reacquiring Kyrie Irving. Is he going to get moved within the next week? And if so, where's he going? No, I don't think he does. Uh, you know. I, I, if it were to happen, it would probably be the Lakers, you know, that, that they'd be the only team that can really put together the kind of thing that maybe would make Brooklyn say, okay. Uh, but, uh, um, yeah, it's just hard to see, you know, at this point in the trade deadline that, that, that anything's going to really go down. Uh, and, you know, one of the things that's, that's been raised to me is that, uh, you know, this might not be the most serious of, uh, of trade requests that this might be a, a, a ploy. It's a tantrum. To, a tantrum combined with, uh, uh, you know, they, they, they want that, his camp wants that, uh, uh, extension and, and, you know, he's played well, uh, by all, by all accounts, he's been a yep. good soldier. You know, he has not, uh, you know, other than, uh, the, ever since he came back from that suspension, uh, that everything's been good with that team and good with him. Uh, and so, you know, this kind of came out of left field and, and now, uh, and now the question is, does he really mean it or is he is he angling for that extension uh, and basically saying, you know, you guys wouldn't give it to me before you suspended me. You did all this. Now I'm playing. Well, this is this is my this is my uh, uh, my, my shot back at you guys. So, uh, you know, there's 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 some question about how serious he is about all this. So I I'm largely with you. I, I don't think he's going to be traded. And I I do think that if he is the Lakers are the favorites. So we're, we're in lockstep there. I don't think this ends with an extension with the Nets. I, I just, I have to believe despite all contrary evidence over the last couple of years, I have to believe Sean Marks is smart enough to not pay him to stick around. I have to, I have to, in my heart of hearts, believe that he does not want to continue this nightmare. And so if in fact that is true, who do you think decides, yeah, we can be different. We can change him. Kyrie Irving can help us. He won't totally dis, you know, dismantle our team from the inside out. This will be a good situation. And I'm not even talking about max years, max, doll max dollars. I'm just talking about signing the guy, whatever the terms are. Who do you think wants to go down this road after everything that we have seen, especially even as a scorned Celtics fan, especially during his Brooklyn tenure, which has arguably been the worst of anywhere, who wants to go down this road? And don't forget that Brooklyn was the place where he really wanted to be. Really you know, he wanted went, to go he, home. He just, yeah, yeah. I mean, that was yeah, we like, got the whole, I'm coming home, I'm coming this home. This is the be-all, end-up. Oh. Right, exactly. This yeah. is going to be it. 
Um, so yeah, I mean, you know, the Lakers are really the only thing. And again, you know, that's, that's part of his motivation too, is that he realizes, look, if he goes to, uh, if he doesn't sign an extension with the Nets, right? Uh, and he goes into unrestricted free agency, there's only a few teams that are going to have cap space and none of them are, none of the, you know, Detroit and Orlando, they're not going to go out and sign Kyrie Irving. Uh, so he's got to get himself to a place where they will give him an extension. He's got to do that now or else it's not happening. So, um, so, you know, that's, that's part of the motivation here as well. And I think really the Lakers are the only team that would do that. Um, the, the, the question then becomes, you know, the Lakers are now, going to be super invested in Kyrie Irving at this point and, and keeping him around uh, and Anthony Davis who can't stay healthy and LeBron James is 38. So, you know, what, 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 what kind of future are you building there for the Lakers? That's, that's going to be the big question there, but I, I can't see, you know, Dallas just doesn't make a whole lot of, you know, I, I can tell you that Luka Doncic would not enjoy playing with Kyrie Irving. I can, I can say that with some certainty. Uh, you know, I, I, I don't know that, that, that anything could really happen with Phoenix. Um, you know, that, that, that doesn't make a whole lot of sense there either. Um, you know, Miami, they don't have much to offer. I mean, if you want Duncan Robinson, you can have Duncan Robinson, Joe Harris and Seth Curry up there. Good luck. Uh, you know, it just, it's just hard to see where he would actually fit. Uh, but the Lakers, you know, with LeBron there, uh, you know, kind of desperate to do something. Uh, you know, that, that would be the only place where I could see, uh, because that's what it's going to take. It's going to take somebody desperate enough to want Kyrie Irving and maybe the Lakers are the team that's desperate enough. Just to bring this back to the Celtics for a minute, is there anybody that could acquire Kyrie in your estimation, Sean? Cause I look at it and I'm like, I don't know. Cause again, the list is so small and things have to go back and forth. Is there anybody in your estimation that could gain a Kyrie Irving and be a threat to Boston to, to win the title. Cause I don't know if I really see it. Yeah. I mean, Miami would really be the only, the only possibility. Uh, I'm not sure that makes them uh, a, a title contender. You could tell the Nets know. would really love having Kyle Lowry around. That's for sure. That'd be yeah. A, well. a real good one. <laughs> but, but, you know, I mean, you know, even that, like, you know, what would Jimmy Butler and, and Kyrie Irving look like? That would be something. Uh, so, you know, I, 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 yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'd kind of like to see that actually, but, uh, Fun. <laughs> but no, I, yeah, you're right though. That's it. There's really no team that I think that they put Kyrie Irving on and you say, look out, you know, I, I just don't, I, I don't know. I, I think that, that really the Nets would be the scariest, you know, if they got healthy, uh, mm-hmm. with the way they were playing earlier, if they got healthy and they didn't have to deal with this, uh, then, then that would probably be the team, uh, that, that you know, just, just him staying put. Uh, but, uh, you know, now you don't know chemistry wise, uh, you know, as, as he once again sort of torched everything. I am the, uh, like, I'm, I'm the, I'm the meme with the popcorn if he goes to yeah. the lake. That's all, that's all I want is for him to go to LA. I really do. I think it's good for Boston with respect to Brooklyn. Obviously makes them much less dangerous. And I, I just think, again, this is a guy who destroys teams from the inside out. And, and I already think that Lakers team is borderline dysfunctional. I would love, love to see Kyrie Irving and LeBron reunited. This is not about talent. This is about personality, ego, and chemistry. And it would just be a mess. And I want it. I want it. I really do. <laughs> and then the oh. thing to remember too, though, is that, all right, whatever that's going to happen with Kyrie here, I think we're going to wind up with the Kevin Durant trade as well. Not, not before the deadline, but, but, yeah, but eventually. You know, at the, uh, uh, either either next summer or or at the draft, 
uh, that that you know that that if you're Joe Sy at this point, forget Sean Marks. It's going to be the owner who's going to be looking at this and say, we just got to get rid of all these guys and start over. You know, I, yeah. I liked the team more when when we had. Uh, uh, Angelo, you know, Russell. Angelo Russell and, yeah. and, and those guys, guys. Yeah. And, and Dinwiddie, you know. That's I mean, it. I'm not saying they were ever going to morph into anything because maybe they weren't. Obviously, the guys they had on that roster were not going to be the ones to take them there. But they were building something. They were building yeah. a culture. They were fun to watch. They got along. It was, oh, I, I'm sorry. I cut you off. But, like, talk about blowing up a potentially good thing with a thing that could have gone either way. <laughs> and, we, and we saw which way it went. Yeah, 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 exactly. So I, I, I think that, that this is probably a, pre, a precursor to the whole thing getting blown up in, uh, uh, in Brooklyn. Just on the record, this, this show has been around long enough for you to go back and again, coming up on 500 episodes, you can go back. Evan and I told you that this was not going to work. Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant in Brooklyn. And I know it's not officially over yet. Maybe they'll go out and win a title this year. You could play back 498. Tell me I'm an idiot, but. I feel pretty comfortable in saying that's not going to happen. No so, problem. yeah. All right. Uh, this show, once again, is powered by betonline.ag and HelloFresh. Go to betonline.ag, use the CLNS50 code for a 50% bonus, and, of course, hellofresh.com slash beat21, B-E-A-T-2-1. Use that code for 21 free meals plus free shipping. Uh, looking at the upcoming schedule here, Celtics off for the weekend, probably enjoying that so they can watch the Pro Bowl skills competition, that dodgeball tournament, exhilarating. Uh, back to work on Monday in Detroit, and then you got homestand here for three games against Philadelphia, Charlotte, and Memphis to take you beyond the trade deadline. So we will see if uh, over the course of the next week, if anything changes roster-wise. Episode 499 is right around the corner. Maybe working on a special guest for that one. And then uh, plans are in the works no promises yet but plans are in the works for number 500 to do something unique and special and different and we'll see if that uh ends up coming to fruition whether it happens or not we will tell you what we were thinking uh <laughs> after the fact hopefully in the moment because we can celebrate it and if it doesn't happen we'll just tell you this is what we were going to do and it didn't happen but hopefully it does and uh i'm gonna I, say kaufman is uh yeah. when we're done check your phone oh i'm, I'm, I'm gonna i can't wait to check my phone just uh, to throw it, a little is it, is it is it Kevin, is it Kevin Garnett? <laughs> Did Kevin Garnett text me back? Uh, <laughs> no, no, don't worry. That would imply that I texted Kevin Garnett. I assure you, I do not have his phone number. I wish I did. I would text him every day just to say hi. Uh, Sean, great pleasure having you on as always, my friend. We really enjoyed it. All right, thank you guys. Great review, subscribe, Kaufman. He's Evan. Thanks for watching, and uh, we will check you again after the trade deadline. See ya. <laughs>